1: Well met fellow adventurers, it's time to return to the jagged hills and find that tangled bog. And once we find that tangled bog, we're going to have to find the ruins within the tangled bog. And once we find the ruins, we will find the secret within the ruins. But first, to find the bog. But first, I gotta slay three jade found ants, two jade found hunter ants, because the Jagged Hills are large. They're very large, probably dozens of miles across. And several miles deep. Uh, Okay, you've made a special note of this location, a tangled bog, and may return to it in the future whenever you explore the jagged hills. When exploring the particularly rugged terrain, particularly rugged region of the jagged hills, you arrive at the edge of a vast and tangled bog. Alright, this is what we're looking for, investigate the bog. Cautiously, you make your way into the bog, following a narrow winding trail, meanders through the jagged, tangled and perilous mire. Explore a tangled bog in the jagged hills. That's right! There's an explorable region inside an explorable region. Mind slightly inflated. Discovered this tangled mire while exploring the Jacket Hills. Strange gurgling noises can be heard rising out of the pools of murky water that served to make navigating this bog an extremely treacherous undertaking. Hmm. The exploration of the vast entangled tangled mire is brought to an abrupt halt when the sound of something moving out of the nearby undergrowth sends your pulse racing. You spin in the direction of the ominous sound and find yourself facing one of the more fearsome densens of this tangled bog. It's a blood thief. Yes, it's like a mosquito, but nastier. Five XP. Alright, you spend a few moments following your victory, checking over your equipment and catching your breath. At last convinced you are no longer in any intimate peril, you once again resume your exploration of the bog. Nope, nothing of any significance. The exploration of the tangled mire is brought to an abrupt halt. But the sound of something wasting out of the near by undergrowth, send your pulse racing, spin in the direction of the ominous sound, and fight yourself facing a group of the more finsome densons of this tangled bog. It's three domok Those are tree like beings, but you know, mean, and they move. The fierce domok stripe at you with their broad limbs. Uh, They are angry. Probably because somebody tried to pollard them. And I I need those limbs for killing people. 6xp. For that one. Okay, something up. It's too great a Domok. Looks like these Domok called their older brothers to deal with me. They swipe at you with their broad limbs. And are slain. Another thing, two more greater domok. The domok grabs hold of you, entangling you in its thick branches and shakes you violently. Eh well, fair enough. Still six XP. Yeah, you'll probably recover from that though, considering you're, you know you're a tree and trees, are yes, yeah, hard to kill a tree. <laughs> yeah. It's two blood grubs. All right. Keep, keep them. All right. Nothing of interest. 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 Something is coming. It's three dragon beetles. The dragon beetles war as they surge forward and attack. Okay. Wait wait a minute. There's a law entry for that. Fortunately, I can look it up right now. Dragon beetle. These these grey shared beetles can war as loud as a dragon. Unfortunately... They can also breathe fire. That's not particularly good. You know, unless you befriend one of them somehow. Yeah, nothing this time. It's another carnage crawlers. Crawler. Although with these carnage crawlers, most of the carnage is what comes from when they crawl close to me. Alright, two blood grubs. That Thor blood thieves. I, I need my blood I need my blood to hold my wage Yes It's another thing two greater Dombuk Oh dear God damn it. these these trees have a lot of brothers Yes they keep coming Oh, you know, maybe it's. You've made a special note of this location, an underground lair. You may return to it in the future, whenever you explore a tangled bog in the Jacket Hills. You stand on a wide stretch of firm ground, in the midst of a jungle of ferns, near to the very heart of the tangled bog. The stone wound of an ancient structure lie scattered across the this broad, stony swath of earth. On the eastern side of this patch of ground, near two collapsed pillars, discover a set of worn stone steps descending into darkness. You are certainly have at last found the ruins that Thane has asked you to explore. Then I shall climb down and explore them. With your reliable light casting its glow upon the time-worn, mossy steps, you cautiously descend into darkness. After counting twenty-five steps stairs, you arrive at the base of the steps. Find yourself at the southern end of a wide, musty, gloom-filled passage. You're standing at the foot of the stairs that lead up and out of this musty, gloom-filled underground lair. A broad passage leads north from here, disappearing into the darkness to only a few yards. Cool breezes drift along the dark, twisting passages of this underground there. Now and again, you encounter ankle-deep water in parts of the stone corridor. Mind you, these ruins are slowly and continuously seeking into the mire that surrounds them. Hmm. Was there mire when it was built, or did they... St- mess something up did they do something with the ecology they farm too much cut down too many trees or something like that or maybe just, just regular climate change and it turned into a bog I mean bogs can just happen yes hmm I'm leaning towards it wasn't a bog when they built it, because nobody likes building on bogs. They're sticky. And And they always eat your boots. Yes. All right, well, I'm in the southwest corner, and there's something to the east. As you round a corner in the passage, you stop dead in your tracks. Standing in the middle of the corridor, only two yards from, from you, are two figures cloaked in the dense gloom that fills the underground There, Both figures turn to face you as you step forward, casting your pool of light over them. You are shocked to discover, while one of them is a robed human, whose broad, broad hood conceals his face. The other is a sword-wielding tazzle. or maybe they're both tazzles, but one's being human right now. Without warning, the tazzle hisses and starts towards you. His sword poised to strike. The rogue human turns and dashes past you, fleeing towards the stairs that brought you down this place, down into this place. As he draws near, the tazzle mutters something, and his blade bursts into flame. So I can hold my ground, engage the tazzle, attempt to flee, uh, nope, not doing that. So I can use archery, or telekinesis. I'll use archery. It succeeded. 16 XP to archery. You draw your bow notch and notch an arrow, taking aim at the fierce With Expert skill, you loose your shot, sinking the feathered shaft into the reptilian's scaled shoulder. eliciting a painful streak from your foe. Seizing upon this opportunity, you leap forward and attack! You throw yourself at the wounded tassel, attempting to gain advantage over your vicious reptilian foe. Begin combat with the sword-wielding tassel. Oh, I can subdue this one. So I will. Yes, the Tazel tuzz- the wire slashes at you with his flaming sword. You're engulfed by the flames of your enemy's attack. Hey, lay off the flames, I'm trying to subdue you. More flames for 12 damage. Another for 11 damage. The first one was for 10 damage. More flames for 7 damage. And subdued. 22 XP. Severely battered and soundly defeated. The exhausted tassel slumps to the floor at your feet. You're about to lean down and question the vicious creature. When his body is suddenly engulfed in flame. Stepping back and shielding your face against the intense heat given off by the crimson fire, you watch as the Tuzzle's body is speedily reduced to little more than a heap of ash. All that all has survived the fierce blaze is the tazzle's longsword. I'll just take that, it's well crafted. Remain on your guard next to the smouldering pile of ashes for several minutes, in case the stake man's human cohort should return. But it becomes apparent no such return. is imminent. you check over your equipment and promptly set off on your way along the corridor. I'll just hear from that. Okay, there's something to the north. Three somethings. Yes, there's a something, and then there's something to the west, and there's something to the north. Here's the first something. Your progress along the passage is brought to an abrupt halt, As something large looms into view out of the shadows ahead, you stare in disbelief at the massive, towering being of stone and iron standing in the middle of the corridor, less than ten yards from you. The giant construct, easily the size of an ogre, moves rigidly as it slowly turns its square-shaped head from side to side. This strange and terrifying creature, most likely of magical origin, Appears to be guarding the passage. Suddenly, the construct turns in your direction and stomps towards you, raising its massive fists as it advances frettingly towards you. Hold your ground and engage the massive construct. I will. With surprising swiftness, the towering stone and metal construct, its iron plates marred and corroded, stomps forward and attacks swipey out at you with his massive fists. Begin combat. The, the hulking stone and metal contract smashes you with its massive fists. It smashes through my defenses with a devastating blow for 31 damage. Oh dear. It keeps. It smashes through my defenses with another devastating blow for 35 damage. Uh, 34 damage from a devastating blow, 27 no, too many devastating blows, I've went into battle wage, and it is slain, 73 XP okay, and I can heal from that you leap back as the defeated stone and iron construct topples forward, striking the floor of the passage with a reverberating thud, the fierce and Bettermore smashes into several pieces that scatter across the breadth, breadth of the corridor. To take you a few moments to search through the debris, you once again prepare to set off on your way. Okay, there's something to the west. A large plate of iron has been set into the centre of the floor of this small outgrove. An intricate and remarkably accurate engraving of Songguard Isle adorns the broad metal plaque to step out of the alcove, something to the north. You're standing at a bend in a musty, gloom filled corridor. before you, blocking your way to the north, is a large, circular stone portal. The two halves of this massive stone disk are drawn tightly together, effectively sealing off what lies beyond. A sizable, hand-shaped impression adorns the centre of this closed portal, spanning both sides of the splint disc. So, I could just press my hand in the impression, but I I could look closely first. We step closer and closely, carefully examine the closed stone portal. Several engravings upon its surface depict large hulking beings, metal and stone, standing next to a harmed tuzzle. The, the tuzzle, g- garbed in flowing robes, Holds up two lengthy staves. You've studied the hand-shaped impression at the middle of the portal. It spans both your hearts. And able to tell it's quite a bit larger than your own hand. Hmm. So I need something to make my handprint larger. Because I have a feeling that if I touch it not right now, not even nothing will happen, or more likely, I'll get some sort of powerful trap. But you wanna you I'm gonna do it anyway. Just so you know. As your hand draws near the surface of the door, it is suddenly and forcefully repelled. Oh that, that was better than I hoped than I thought it would be. Thought there'd be some sort of super painful electrical shock thing. Alright, another it's another thing. Your progress along the passage is brought to an abrupt halt and something large looms into view out of the shadows ahead. You stare in disbelief at the massive, towering being of stone and iron standing in the middle of the corridor, less than ten yards from you. The giant construct, easily the size of an ogre, moves rigidly as it slowly turns its square-headed shape, square-shaped head from side to side. This strange and terrifying creature, most likely of magical origin, appears to be guarding the passage. Suddenly, the construct turns in your direction and stomps towards you, raising its massive fists as it advances threateningly towards you. Hold your ground and engage the massive construct. Surprising swiftness, the towering stone and metal construct its iron plates marred and corroded, it stomps forward and attacks, swiping out at you with its massive fists. It's a stone and metal construct. This hulking stone and metal construct smashes out at you with its massive fists. Ooh, devastating blow, 32 damage. 28 damage. From, oh, 30 damage. All right, I'm going to have to heal myself a bit in this combat. It just keeps doing the devastating blows. It's quite unfair. And it is slain. 73 XP. You leap back from the defeated stone and iron... You leap back as the defeated stone and iron construct topples forward, striking the floor of the passage with a reverberating thud. The fearsome venom are smashed into several pieces scatter across the breadth of the corridor to taking a few moments to search through the debris you once again prepare to set off on your way okay so now I can go to the southeast corner and there's something there a broad plate of iron fitted to the north north wall of this section of the passage bears a detailed engraving that depicts a number of massive a multitude of massive metal and stone constructs standing in works. The constructs stand before an open circular stone portal. So the white of the constructs holding up two lengthy staves. is a home tassel clad in flowing robes. Okay, what is this? Some Is this some sort of portal by which tassels summon summon constructs from some sort of dimension they subjugated a long time ago so they can conquer the world i mean that is the sort of thing they would do but where does the throne fit into all of this well there's another question mark to the north your progress along the passage is brought to an abrupt halt as something large looms into view out of the shadows ahead. You stare in disbelief at the massive, towering being of stone and iron standing in the middle of the corridor, less than ten yards from you. This giant, The giant construct, easily the size of an ogre, moves rigidly as it slowly turns its square-shaped head from side to side. This strange and terrifying creature, most likely of magical origin, appears to be guarding the passage. Suddenly, the construct turns in your direction and stomps towards you, raising its massive fists as it advances threateningly towards you. I'm going to hold my ground and engage the massive construct. With surprising swiftness, the towering stone and metal construct, its, its iron plates marred and corroded, Stomps forward and attacks, swiping out at you with its massive fists. It's a stone and metal construct. The Hawking stone and metal construct smashes you with its massive fists. Okay, what's happening? Your enemy smashes through your defences with a devastating blow for 31 damage. Oh, another devastating blow, 23. Okay, not as many devastating blows this time. Oh! Took too soon. 27. Uh, That was pretty mild with the devastating blows. Only three of them this time. You have slain your foe. 73 experience. You leap back as the defeated stone and iron construct topples forward, striking the floor of the passage with reverberating thud. The fearsome Bedamar smashes into several pieces. Scatter across the length, bre- across the breadth of the corridor, to taking a few moments to search through the debris. You once again prepare to set off on your way. Okay, this is the east, which splits to the north and the south. I'll go south first. A long iron leader protrudes from the south wall of this part of. Of this wide alcove. I'm going to put it up. Carefully. Yeah, up. Alright, step out. Another lever up. Step out of the alcove. Okay. Another question mark. We're getting to a T-junction. Question mark in the middle. Oh, yeah. And it's another one of those giant constructs. I'll just do a bit of healing first. Hold your ground and engage the massive construct. With a surprising swiftness, the towering stone and metal construct, its iron plates marred and corroded, stomps forward and attacks, swiping out at you with this massive fist. Ooh, starts off with a devastating blow for 24 damage. And, ooh, i just gone into battle wage, because I do not like these devastating blows. They're devastating. Ooh, still in battle wage, still in battle wage, still in battle wage. Ooh, finished it off with one battle wage. Well, apparently that, that devastating blow really set me off. Because I've had so many devastating blows recently, I've had just quite enough of those. And now it is slain, I get 73 XP. You leap back as the defeated stone and iron construct topples forward, striking the floor of the passage with a reverberating thud. The fearsome venom smashes into several pieces that scatter across the breadth of the corridor. Taking a few moments to search through the debris, you once again prepare to set off on your way. Okay. I'm going to the northeast corner. There's a question mark just before it. Probably another one of those constructs. And it is. Your progress along the passage is brought to an abrupt halt. Something large looms into the Looms into view out of the shadows ahead. You stare in disbelief at the massive towering being of stone and iron standing in the middle of the corridor, less than ten yards from you. The giant construct, easily the size of an ogre, moves rigidly as it slowly turns its square-shaped head from side to side. This strange and terrifying creature, most likely of magical origin, appears to be guarding the passage. Suddenly, the construct turns in your direction and stomps towards you, raising its massive fists and the devastating blows they deliver as it advances threateningly towards you. Hold your ground and engage it. Surprising swiftness, the towering stone and metal construct its iron plates marred and corroded, stomps forward and attacks, swiping out at you with its massive fists. Devastating blow for 23 damage. White right from the start. Oh, 22 damage for another devastating blow. Okay, now I'm pulling ahead. Oh, I just went into battle wage again. Oh, and then went right off. Oh, that's no fun. Oh, another battle wage. Staying in this one. think think that was just a warm up wage. Now here comes the true wage. Oh, and uh, oh. <laughs> I slipped out of it, then broke into a third rage to finish it off. Okay, twenty seventy-three seventy three XP. You leap back as the defeated stone and iron constructs topples forward, striking the floor of the passage with a reverberating thud. The fearsome stone bedamor smashes into several pieces that scatter across the breadth of the corridor taking a few moments to search through the debris, you once again prepare to set off on your way. Okay, there's something to the north. You step into an iron-walled alcove at the northern end of the passage. Intricate etchings adorn the surface of the rugged metal walls, depicting a helm tassel clad in, f- in flowing welds and holding up Two lengthy staves. So the white of the tassel is an etching of what appears to be a large wooden chair. Possibly a throne, oh dear. We know this. So we're getting closer to the throne. In the centre of the alcove, resting upon a waist plinth is is a carved carved stone pedestal. Resting atop the pedestal a pair of silver meth gloves. The gloves fashioned out of a mesh of thin silver strands seemed to have been made for a hand slightly larger than, than your own. One that apparently bore pronounced c- claws. Oh, I think that's just what I need to open that door. Take the gloves off the pedestal. The moment your fingers brush against, them, against the pair of silver mesh gloves, you feel renewed and invigorated. With no reason to believe the gauntlets are harmful in any way, you promptly take them into your possession. It's a silver mesh gauntlets. Oh, they provide one melee rating. And one agility, one body and one might, but I don't need those. Yeah, they're not going to go into my rotation. These extraordinary gauntlets have been fashioned out of thin but exceedingly strong ma- mesh of silver strands. You feel strangely invigorated in the presence of this finely crafted handware. The tips of the fingers of these remarkable gloves seems- seem to have be been made for a hand slightly larger than your own. A hand that also bore pronounced claws. After after carefully examining the pedestal and the west of the alcove, you turn and make your way into the passage to the south. Okay, I think those pictures are all about telling me to pull the levers up. Also, I've got to equip those gloves. And now I have. Which has raised my MR, but absolutely slashed my SP. Okay, now I've got those gloves on, I can place my hand in the impression. 128 XP to general. With the silver mesh gauntlets equipped, you reach forward and press your hand into the impression that spans both halves of the closed circular stone pedestal Perfect fit. A a shudder once then up your arm as both sides of the stone portal begin to slowly retreat into the walls, exposing a blinding golden light from beyond that floods out into the passage. You withdraw your hand as the portal continues to open and quickly shield your eyes from the dazzling glow you step back, four large hulking shapes, appearing as black silhouettes against the golden radiance, emerge from the open portal and step into the hall. Oh no, oh no, more of them. As the light slowly begins to fade, you find yourself nearly surrounded by four of the stone and iron constructs you discovered elsewhere in this ancient perilous lair. Unlike those you've previously encountered, however, these constructs bear not even a hint of tarnish or decay. The four stone and metal benomos move slowly in upon you as thin tines of golden energy crackle over the metal surface of their massive fists. Suddenly, the constructs halt their advance and turn back towards the open portal, as if they're waiting for something to happen then. Only a moment or two. They once again begin to close in around you. The four constructs that you have have you surrounded. Flight from these fearsome Benos is not possible. Now I could use magic, but I'm not good enough at magic. There are options to use telekinesis, shadow magic, or illusion, but nah, nope. None of my, none of those magics are powerful enough. So, I mean, if you want to find out what happens, yep, you're just gonna have to get to get them to a high enough level when you get here, or you know, hope hope someone else does a podcast where everyone's a high enough level. You know, fill in any gaps. That I think. So I can hold my ground and, and engage them. Or I can try to communicate them. I'll try with that first. Calling upon your knowledge and skill. You hastily attempt to communicate with the hulking strongstocks And tell them you mean no harm. Bonus. Picking a number. Bonus of 54. 18 from law. 18 from arcania. And 18 from diplomacy. Got to get 100 or more to succeed. Failure. Your attempt to communicate with the constructs has failed. Oh dear. The massive stone and iron beings stomp threateningly towards you. The first of the four stone and iron beings stomps forward and attacks, striking at you with its massive electrified fists. It's a good thing they're not all attacking at once, though, because then I would be in deep doo doo. Stone and metal constructs. The hulking stone and iron. The hulking stone and metal construct smashes at you with its energy entwined. flist. The massive construct can shudders as its metal fist certainly emits a fierce yellow golden glow. You sense the construct is slowly increasing its strength. Yes, and it is. It's still increasing its strength. Stop increasing your strength! You tremble. Oh, I go into a battle wage? Yes, yes, I'm just just, just so enraged at the unfairness of something just getting stronger in battle. Yes, it's the massive construct shudders as its metal fists suddenly emit a golden glow, since this construct is slowly increasing its strength. Oh dear. Fortunately... Fortunately, I have such a huge MR over, it, huge power boost over it that I'm, that I'm still. That it's still a three plus to roll, to hit, even after or its, all its energy boosting. Hulking stone and metal construct smashes you with its energy entwined fists. Still trying to increase its strength? Uh, nope, nope, you didn't increase your strength enough. You sh- you should have started. You should have started earlier. Yes, you, you should have started before I started fighting you. Although <laughs> I think you could use it outside of battle, Then right, that would be. God, that would be ridiculous. It could. If you just keep it up, it could just smash the planet by accident. Yeah, yeah, let's just say it can't do that. You've slain your foe. 73 XP. The second of the stone and iron constructs is quickly upon you. swiping out its massive energy-entwined fists. It's another stone and metal construct. Once again, it's trying to increase its strength. thing is, this seems more ominous than the ones I've encountered before. It's actually less of a threat, <laughs> unless it would, unless it manages to increase its strength so much that it's it starts to be a eighteen plus to roll or something. That, that's just not really affecting things. Yeah, seventy three XP once more. The third stone and iron construct stomps towards you. Raising its massive fists as it draws to within melee range. Hawking stone and metal construct smashing as it used with its energy entwined fist. And it's constantly boosting its strength, but I'm tearing it I'm tearing holes in it, so it's not really getting to use this strength because it is dying first. And now Stain. Well, round 26, another 73 xp. The third construct collapses into the ground at your feet, sending up a cloud of dust that momentarily envelops you. When the air in your corridor clears, you're surprised but pleased to discover the fourth and last of the constructs has also collapsed. Ooh, that's nice. All around you, lying on a moving heaps, are the remains of the fearsome stone and metal constructs. Now and again, the corridor is filled with loud crackles as thin golden tines of energy dance across the iron surfaces of their broad torsos. Stepping carefully carefully past the fallen constructs, you make your way up to the open portal and peer through it. Your eyes fall upon a cylindrical metal wall chamber beyond. Ok, you step through the through the open sto- the open stone portal, and into the circular chamber that had once lay hidden behind it. Broad, smooth sheets of metal cover the curved walls of the room, rising to meet the plated iron ceiling, nearly twenty feet overhead. A stone pedestal stands at the centre of the room, the wide, flat top of which bears an elaborate engraving of Sangar Island. Hind a pedestal, set into, the thic- into thick blocks of stone, thick blocks of stone that make up the floor, is a marled iron slab. You are about to step forward and examine the pedestal when suddenly the entire chamber shudders and a loud rumble fills the air. You stand back and watch in amazement as the heavy iron slab slides back into the floor, revealing a dark opening. Out of this opening, slowly and steadily, rises a large and ornate wooden throne. <gasps> oh dear. You cautiously examine the wooden throne discover it is made of ashwood. The elaborate elaborate iron inlays decorate the arms and sides of the grand chair and serve to give it majestic, if not somewhat sinister, appearance. So there's a few things I can do to investigate this. I can use divination just to see if anything would... just sense any presence of molests, thievery to so look for traps, lore, just to see if any, there's any mention of it in the history books, or a just to see, does it look like it's going to magically explode my bum if I sit on it? So I can then, uh, okay, so I'm going to use lore. After carefully examining the throne, you determine, while it is likely magical in nature, it does not appear to be, be of malevolent design. Hmm. But what I heard from that man... Man indicates otherwise. Hmm. Maybe a malevolent design acts through the throne. In which case, that malevolent thing isn't there right now. Is paying attention to other business. So I can sit upon the ashen throne. Or not. Now. I like sitting. And I like doing things I'm not supposed to. So I'm going to sit upon this throne. 1024 experience to general. The moment you sit upon the throne, your thoughts become jumbled and your mind begins to waste. As your head starts to clear, a vivid vision takes form in front of you, one that leads you bewildered and breathless. A walled city with thick plumes of black smoke rising over its battlement looms into view, taking shape amidst a vast and lush forest. Broad arcs of lightning cut across the sky above the city, and with each blinding flash, the towering and sinister silhouettes of three figures are plainly visible. The three silhouetted figures, standing before the city walls, stretch out their arms towards one another, only a split second before the vision abruptly disappears. You feel somehow different as you rise to your feet, and step away from the ashen foam. That is two 256 experience to all skills and powers 1024 experience to general You step back towards the pedestal And gaze about at your surroundings As you attempt to determine whether or not Anything significant has changed Okay I, pro- I, I probably really shouldn't have done that even though it did reward me a lot of XP. I feel something might have just crawled into me, something that will take, that something taking root and that will use me when it, when the time is right for its purposes and most certainly not for my own. But nevertheless, I got XP, so it's, it's okay. What? What? I haven't accidentally doomed the world. I mean, Probably probably not. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it can it can it can join up with the other. It 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 can it, it can it can it can just chat with that goblin spirit that I got the at the conclusion of the seven goblins adventures. I mean I mean there's just so many things just wandering around in my psyche now so that one more won't hurt or it will break me utterly. A loud rumble fills the alcove as the ashwood throne slowly sinks back into the floor. As As the innate back of the large throne disappears from view, the marred iron slab once again slides into place, sealing off any further access to the massive chair. As you turn around, preparing to step out of the chamber, your eyes are suddenly drawn to a small circular object lying at the base of the pedestal. You lean down to examine it more closely and are surprised to discover it's a small platinum coin. You reach down and swiftly scoop scoop up the coin. So I've got... Just check... Got four of those coins now. After making a quick search of the alcove and determining there is nothing else of interest here. Decide that you should at once make your way back to the keep. Report what you have discovered, Thane Poland. Something tells you he will take a keen interest in your findings. With that in mind, you step out of the alcove. Okay, out of the alcove. Leave the dungeon. Exploration of the of the Jagged Hills of the Bog Back to the Jagged Hills Travel The Hold The Keep Ooh While moving through the hold on Woot to scound Keep, you encounter a band of rugged highwaymen. Ooh. There are highwaymen on Sun Guard as well. I think that's the first time that's ever happened to me. You're somewhat surprised when the rugged band of four highwaymen give you a wide berth, making no attempt to ailay you. It seems you've earned a rather fearsome reputation among the various groups of brigands that plough the wild, a reputation that these outlaws seem unwilling to put to the test. Okay, I'll just ignore them then. Alright, back to Sanga. Keep. Our west first, to fully restore. Alright, to the West Camp, Villainor's Tent. Thane Poland, known to everyone else on the island as Munor, is actually in command of a large force of mercenaries that have already saw scored considerable successes against the Nanowok north of the outer markers. The thane welcomes you to his tent and immediately asks if you have anything to report. The Fane listens with great interest straight to him all that you discovered while exploring the underground ruins of the island in the midst of the bog. The description of the ashen throne and the vision you had in the metal walled cylindrical chamber causes him to straighten up in his chair and, the, and then lean forward with both hands firmly resting on his knees. It may surprise you to learn that much of what you have told me is as I expected it might be, he says, leaning back in his chair and sighing heavily. There are busy days to come, my friend, and dangerous nights between them. I will say nothing more of this just yet, but you must be ready, for I shall soon have need to call upon, to once again call upon you. I'm afraid it will be a task of importance, and related peril is certain to no few peers. Thane Poland meets you in the shoulder of course, tells you that he's never been, been so heartened to be able to call you a friend and ally. Without your courage and dedication, our course here would already be lost. He says, I know you're "A profound debt, friend," but I dare say I'm not the only one, though I may be the only one. To ever know. At length, at length, you bid the thane farewell, promising to return to him often, in the event that the important mission he is alluded to is set to begin. Okay, the next, the next adventure is the dungeons of Sarngard. It is a task of utmost secrecy, secrecy, and dire peril. That send you into the shadowy corridors, beneath Sargard Keep. But that will be for next time. And the thing is, after the dungeons of Sargard, you unlock Proving Grounds six. And if you thought Proving Grounds five was large, well. Proving Ground 6 is even bigger and tougher and harder and with even higher stakes. Yes, yes, it is. Yeah, this is a masterwork. Which is also why I'm probably going to delay it for quite a while. Even when I've unlocked it. Because I want to be able to do it all in one one. Even if that's not probably how you should do it. Yep. So. Yep. So then. So next time. Dungeons of sangard But until then. Farewell. Fellow adventurers.